Welcome to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. We welcome you to come and join us as we explore the Word of God to open up new levels of glory for every believer to come in closer to the Father. Join Apostle Calvin as he shares the Word of God as the Lord Jesus has revealed it unto him to share with the body of Christ. Calvin Brown of Christ Be Glorified Ministries, and welcome to another broadcast centered around the kingdom of God. Amen. We preach in such a way to bring you to the kingdom. That's where Jesus reigns, and Jesus is Lord. Amen. And that is an appreciation for Jesus, an appreciation for the Father God and the Holy Spirit to, to honor the Lord is our part. In the, in the kingdom of God. Amen. So we want to start tonight at 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Amen. Verses 18 through 20. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Verses 18 through 20. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself, through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf be reconciled unto God. Amen. So the scriptures lay out plainly our part, amen, as born-again believers. First of all, we are to be born again, to be reconciled unto the Lord. Amen. So the purpose of the gospel is to reconcile mankind back to God, to gather man back to God, to bring man back into fellowship with the Lord. Through the knowledge and acceptance of Jesus as Lord and to the way back to the Father. Amen. For people who were scattered to be gathered back. So you have to see things according to the beginning perspective. Amen. That the world may seem like the whole world is lost. Amen going to hell in a handbasket, but you have to look at the original intent for the Lord in creation. Amen. God created man for fellowship. He made everything the Bible says for his pleasure. So you have to see things according to God's perspective. Why? Why do we have to come back to God? Because when Adam failed, when Adam sinned, in effect, we all sinned. Everyone that was born into this world was born into Adam. And so now we have to be born into Christ to be born again. So Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. So that reconciliation, that we have a ministry of reconciliation, bringing people back to the Father, the original intent, so God could love you, so that God could fellowship with you. Jesus is the only way. It is, it is through Christ. Amen. And so we, we must understand that God brought us into his world. 
What do I mean by that? God is eternal. When you were born into this earth, God was already existing. God pre-existed you. Amen. So God is bringing us into his world, what he intended for us. Amen. We see this in St. John. St. John chapter 8. And verse 58, St. John, chapter 8, verse 58. Jesus said to them, the scribes and the Pharisees and the people, he says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. So I am is the, the name of God. When Moses asked whom shall I say is sending me? God says, tell them I am. Amen. And it, it simply means just that, that God is eternal, exclusive. Amen. He exists by himself. In other words, he does not need you to exist. Amen. It also means that whatever you need, God is the answer. He is the supply. So Jesus has the audacity to say that before Abraham was, I am, amen. And so that can help you to understand before you were, Jesus says, I am, amen. The eternal God, and so you have to enter into his world. You, you had no existence until the Lord created you in his mercy, in his goodness to give you life, even eternal eternal life. Amen. And so the, I am the pre-existing, the eternal, not dependent on anyone else. Amen. So Jesus says, I am God. In essence, he says, I am the Lord. I am the almighty. Amen. I am the eternal God. They took up stones to stone him when he said that he was God. Amen. But it helps us to to understand why do we have to accept Jesus as Lord, amen? Because when you entered into the world, you, you entered into sin because Adam had sinned, in essence, you had sinned, amen. You were born into sin. Your, your fate was sealed unless there was a pardon, unless there were an intervention as it were, amen. And that did come in the form of Jesus, but it just doesn't happen. You have to acknowledge that you don't want to go to hell. Amen. By accepting Jesus as Lord. Why do I say that? Because God has given you a choice. Amen. That's what I'm going to be dealing with tonight. Amen. I'm going to be dealing with you tonight that God has given you a, 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 a free will. God has given you a choice. And so you have to show that you are not a part of the rebellion that was called rebellion when Adam and Eve sinned against the Lord. Amen. They chose another kingdom. They chose another wisdom. They chose another word. Amen. Another commandment. They chose what the devil had said. Amen. It was rebellion against the Lord. Amen. And so you have to show. What am I saying? I'm saying that we are at a place, amen, we're, we're at a, 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 a culmination 
of times. Amen. We, we are at a, a, a point, amen, where the truth must be acknowledged. Amen. So wisdom teaches that God is right. So we must choose his ways. Amen. It is futile to think any other way. Amen. Though we have free will, it is wisdom to choose the Lord. Amen. To, to choose the Lord through Jesus and to choose the Lord's ways through, through the word of God. So even though you have a, a free will, you have a choice, it is folly, it is vanity. It would be very foolish, amen, for the Lord to offer you life and for you to reject it, though you have a free will. And so we have the ministry of reconciliation. You know, the, the faith is just that. The Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So faith is real, just like God is real. Your real faith connects you to a real God, but yet there is an, an, an element of pleading. Amen. Though faith is absolute, the Bible says, compel them to come. And so this ministry of reconciliation, we implore you, we, we plead with you to accept Jesus as Lord, to accept the life that God has for you. Amen. To accept what God intended for you. Everybody, we teach this every week. Everybody has a purpose. Everybody has a destiny which is, which is achieved in the Lord. Amen. It, is, it, is, it must be revealed. Amen. Out of fellowship with the Lord. Why are you here? Amen. And you have to be busy with the Father's business. And whatever the Lord has called you to do, there's glory associated with that purpose. In other words, when the Lord made everything for a purpose, he put glory on it. When everything that acted according to the purpose that God made it, it gave glory back to God, including man. The Bible says, what is man that thou art mindful of him? Or the son of man that thou visitest him? Thou made him a little lower than the angels and crowned him with glory and honor. So man before the fall had glory. Amen. And Jesus said it this way in St. John chapter 17. He says, the glory that I had with you, Father, from the beginning, I give to them that they may be one with me in the glory. In other words, the glory testified that we were not rebelling against God and that we are acting according to the purpose that God made us that gives him glory. But once man fell, the glory departed. And so God says that he wants the glory back on man. And he wants the glory back in this earth realm, this fallen earth where people, many people do not have the knowledge of the truth. Amen. And so the Bible says the whole earth should be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God. Amen. So if we are brought back into a glory state, think of it this way. That the world, if we receive the spirit of the world, the glory departs. Amen. If we do not receive the word of the Lord, if we are not one with the Lord, the Bible says we are one in the glory. Amen. And so once we accept the Lord, we have entered into a, a covenant with the Lord. The covenant is a covenant of love 
where we are one with the Lord. Amen. The Bible says when Christ, who is, who is our life, shall appear, then we shall appear with him in the glory, one with the Lord, signifying that we are one with his heart, one with his spirit, one with his will. Amen. That we are not against him. Amen. That we are, that we are for him. Amen. And not, and not against him. Amen. And so what is happening? Many, many people are dying. Amen. And it is not a shame to die if you have accepted Jesus as Lord and you continually accept his truth. Amen. But it is a shame to die if you have refused God's way. Amen. You have refused God's life. In other words, this is your time in this earth realm is a time to learn that God is right, to learn his ways and to accept his ways. As long as you have breath in your body, to use that breath to praise the Lord, to show his praises and to accept the Lord. You have life. Even if you can hear my voice, even if they said you were on your dying bed, your deathbed, if you can hear my voice, you can choose life instead of denying the Lord and choosing and choosing death. Amen. And so there, there is much evil in this world. There's much death. Amen. There is much wickedness. Amen. The devil, the thief comes not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Amen. But Jesus has come that we may have life and have it more abundantly. So you have a choice, but you really don't have a choice. Your choice is to choose life. Your choice is to choose Jesus, to come to the knowledge of the truth, to see the urgency of that. Amen. First Peter. First Peter chapter 4 verse 7 first peter chapter 4 verse 7 amen this is what i heard the lord say he says but the end of all things is at hand therefore be serious and watchful in your prayers to be serious to be sober to be awake jesus admonished his disciples to watch and pray all through the bible amen that word watch is associated with pray, amen, with prayer. And so what that means is that you're supposed to be spiritually alert by not being under the influence of the world, amen. You're supposed to be spiritually awake by not being under the influence of the spirit of the world. The spirit of the world is the devil's spirit. It is that which denies the truth. Amen. It is that which is a, a, a falsehood. The devil is a liar. Amen. And yet the world operates by lies and they want you as a Christian to accept their lies. And so I heard the Lord says the end of all things is at hand. And that means that the manifestation of all things is at hand. Amen. So think of it this way, amen. If the end of all things is at hand, amen. Think of what's, what's in 
uh, the ocean or what's in a lake. Let's just say that the end of that lake or the end of that ocean, the water begins to recede. It will reveal what lies beneath, amen, what actually lies beneath that body of water, amen. So in time, amen, if time is coming to an end, then because God is a God of truth and mercy, everything must be revealed. Everything must be manifested, whether good, whether good or bad. Amen. So, the end of all things is at hand, which means the manifestation of all things is at hand. Manifest means to make visible, to be clear, to be evident, to be open to the sight, to uncover something that it was formerly hidden, to make manifest, to be, to be evident. It, things can be, have to be evidently seen as the truth. God is a God of truth. The Bible says the truth is found in Jesus. And everything is about manifesting Jesus. For this cause was Jesus manifested to destroy the works of the devil. Amen. And so we as Christians, we operate by the truth. Amen. The manifestation of the truth. Amen. So to manifest is to show its true form. It doesn't matter what something presents itself as. Whatever is the truth about it, that is what it means to be manifest, to be clearly seen, to, be, to see clearly the revealed truth, both good and bad. Amen. In 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 2. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 2 the apostle Paul says but we have renounced the hidden things of shame not walking in craftiness nor handling the word of God deceitfully but by manifestation of the truth commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God amen by the manifestation of the truth Paul says I did not handle the word deceitfully. Amen. I renounced the hidden things of shame. In other words, Paul is trying to show how that if he would have operated in craftiness, amen, in the hidden things of shame, then the truth would not be manifested. So we do have an obligation. We have a part as ministers and as Christians to manifest the truth by not allowing those, those hidden things. He says, I have renounced the hidden things of shame. That means to disown. I don't have anything to do with the hidden things of shame. And so it's ministers. Ministers affect lay people. Amen. And so that's why your character is so important. That's why you have to spend time with the Lord, your, your, your motives, amen, cannot be the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. That's how the world operates. That's how the devil 
how he has influence over people. Various lusts, the Bible says, having escaped the corruption of this world through lust. Amen. You escape that corruption, which is of the world, which operates by lust. Amen. And so the devil wants to see what's in you. What part of him is in you? Amen. Do you have weaknesses? Do you have weaknesses in the flesh? Amen. Can your eyes be turned another way? Are you in love with money? Amen. Then the devil can influence you. Amen. And as a minister, then you would, that, that spirit that you are operating under, which would not be the Lord, would get upon your congregation. Amen. So it is, it is important, as Paul says, we have renounced the hidden things of shame. So if you do not operate according to the truth, you cover the truth and you allow darkness to operate. It is, it is what is called covering the light. If you do not operate in your life in a way which manifests the truth, everything is being manifested, amen. And so God's truth is being manifested. What, what side are you on when the truth is, is manifested? Amen. So Paul says that he does not handle the, the, he does not walk in craftiness nor handle the word of God deceitfully, but on the contrary, by manifesting the truth. So in Paul's life, the apostle Paul, he manifested what the truth of God is. Amen. Not by covering up wickedness or operating by, by wickedness. In other words, giving a place to wickedness. Amen. The ministers. Amen. And then the congregants. Amen. The, 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 the wickedness will happen in broad daylight if the church agrees with it. If the church is joined with it, then you will be, you began to see wickedness operate in the daylight while the truth of the church, the light of the church is being covered. Amen. And so we have a responsibility because this is the last time, the last hour, the Bible says, the last days. Amen. And so we are supposed to manifest the truth. Amen. By walking in the light. First John. First John chapter two. First John chapter two. Verses eighteen and nineteen. This is the Apostle John. He says, Little children, it is the last hour, and as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come by which we know that it is the last hour. Anti means against Christ and against his anointing. It says, they went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out 
that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. Amen. It says, but you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know, you know all things. Amen. That was verse 20. So the Antichrist is coming, but the Antichrist spirit is already here. And so many people that carry that Antichrist spirit tried to um, join themselves to the church, but they were not actually of the true light, the true church. Amen. And so they could not hang, so to speak, because they could not continue because the church continued in the light. Amen. In the truth. So what does the light? It exposes. Amen. It manifests that which is not of the light. Amen. It is, it is real simple. This is a time of, of separation. Amen. Amen. Where the church is walking in the light, God is speaking his word. And so what is darkness is clearly seen as darkness. And what is light is clearly seen as light. Amen. And so the Bible says that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. So the spirit of, of Antichrist, that Antichrist spirit had to leave the church. You can say all kinds of things that the church was hot. The church was on fire. The, the church was in the glory. Amen. But the church was operating by the fullness of the truth and that they, those who were placed by the devil, the Bible says in Galatians, that was that snuck in, amen, unawares to spy out their liberty, amen, the light drove them out, amen. They could not stay, the Bible says. And so that is, that is our calling, that as a church and as a, a people, a believers, amen, that darkness cannot stay. Amen. That Antichrist spirit cannot stay. Amen. In Isaiah chapter 9. Isaiah chapter 9. Amen. What am I saying? That this is a time of manifestation. So it is the manifestation of all things because it is the last hour because it is the end of all things, then everything has to manifest. Everything has to come to the surface. God will deal with some things. Amen. And so the church is going to have to hang with the Lord, so to speak. The Bible says that the day of the Lord would come as a thief in the night, but not for us, the Bible says, because we are children of light, that that day would not overtake us as a thief. Amen. And so we're supposed to know what is happening in these, in these last days, amen. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 7. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 7. Speaking of Jesus, the prophecy of Jesus. It says, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and justice, from that time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform it. So he's talking about the ministry of Jesus, the anointing of Jesus is to bring judgment and justice. And it says that the zeal of the Lord of hosts 
will perform this. Amen. It talks about the government being upon his shoulder. Amen. Government is supposed to bring righteousness. Amen. We taught you that there is spiritual government and civil government, but both brings righteousness in their, in their own way, in their own anointing from the Lord. Amen. And so his kingdom is ordered, amen, with judgment and justice. Amen. Isaiah chapter 59. The book of Isaiah chapter 59 verses 14 through 18. It says, Justice is turned back and righteousness stands afar off. For the truth is fallen in the street and equity cannot enter. So truth fails and he who departs from evil makes himself a prey. Then the Lord saw it and it displeased him that there was no justice he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore, his own arm brought salvation for him and his own righteousness, it shall sustain him. For he shall put on righteousness as a breastplate and the helmet of salvation on his head and put on the garments of vengeance for clothing and was clad with zeal as a cloak, according to their deeds. Accordingly, he will repay fury to his adversaries, recompense to his enemies, and the coastlands he will fully repay. So this is talking about Jesus, and it's talking about the armor of God, our armor that is spoken of in Ephesians chapter 6, but on the whole armor of God. This is the armor of Jesus, amen, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, and that many of the other, um, the armor, amen, is, is summarized that he is clothed, he will put on a garment of vengeance as clothing and be clad with zeal, as as a cloak amen so i said the zeal of the lord of hosts will perform it and so it's talking about jesus's armor which means that it's talking about the church's armor put on the whole armor of god amen that you may be able to stand in the evil day so the lord will be manifested in the church through the church amen jesus will be seen that part of jesus that is dealing with principalities. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places, amen, will be manifested in the church. Jesus' armor is, is manifested in the church to deal with wickedness because the Lord wants justice, amen, and, and judgment, amen, he wants righteousness. He wants things to be right. He does not want people being done wrong. Amen. Mm -hmm. He does not want the, the church, amen, to, to, to suffer harm. Amen. 
those that the Lord has anointed. The Bible says, touch not my anointed, nor do my holy prophets any harm. Amen. So the word of God is true. The word of God is real. Sometimes as a church, as, as believers, because we don't enter in, amen, into the kingdom. We don't enter into the spirit. We don't enter in to the fight. We don't, we don't recognize, amen, our armor. We don't know how to engage, amen. But the Bible says zeal. What does that mean? I'm zealous for the Lord. It is a type of love that that is it is it is where we get the word jealousy it's, it's how the lord loves us amen and so it is it is being zealous for the lord amen like elijah said i was zealous for the lord it is it is it is a type of love which burns against evil so you can love the lord so much that you hate evil with a passion. Amen. This is how Jesus operated. The Bible says that because he loved righteousness and hated lawlessness, therefore his God has given him the oil of gladness above his fellows. Amen. An anointing of the oil of gladness above his fellow because he hated evil. Amen. So that means we do not participate in evil, no, not a little bit. We catch ourselves if we laugh, amen, at a worldly joke. It is that serious, amen, that we want the zeal of God to burn within us, amen. So the degree that you love the Lord is the degree that you hate evil. If you listen to evil and participate with evil and make no difference between good and evil, then you do not Love the Lord zealously. Amen. That's just, that's just the way that it works. Why? Because it is zeal. It's the zeal of the Lord of hosts that will perform justice. Amen. And so you have to love the Lord with his love. Amen. You have to burn with, on fire with love for the Lord. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Amen. Look like I'm making good time tonight. Amen. I may be able to get it all in. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 14 through 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 14 through 18 and then the next chapter 7 verse, verse 1. But let's start with chapter 6 Verse 14, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? The answer is none, zero. And what accord has Christ with Belial? Amen. And what Belial is an infidel? Amen. Not only an unbeliever, but that, that, that the sons of, of Belial are, are crudely against, against the Lord. They, they'll do anything against the Lord? Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with the idols? Again, zero, nothing. For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them and be their God and they should be my people. 
Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. So the contingency of God receiving us, and the scriptures in the New Testament, is not touching that which is unclean. And I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. And then chapter 7, verse 1. Therefore, having these promise, promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. So if you fear God, it perfects holiness, causes you to purge yourself or cleanse yourself from all that which is unclean, things that defile. Now, let me say this. The gathering together. What is it all about? The ministry of reconciliation is for those who were separated from God. You didn't know it to come to the knowledge of the truth and to be gathered unto the Lord. Amen. And then to walk in the light. Come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Amen. So you continue in the light which would perfect holiness as you fear the Lord and cleanse yourself from all those things that defile the flesh. You always have that forgiveness if you love the Lord more than the thing that you're defiling yourself with. You, you see how that, I, I, I'm not condemning you. you. You have to love the Lord more than the thing that defiles. Amen. The Bible says, come out from among them, be the, ye separate, and touch not that which is, is unclean. Amen. If grace says that you have received every benefit of the cross by choosing Jesus, amen, that you're saying because Jesus has chosen for me, then by faith, when you choose him, you are empowered to overcome and to reign. I know that was a little wordy, may not have been wordy. That when, if grace says that I have every benefit and blessing that Jesus has afforded me does not have anything to do with my actions. Amen. What I, what I do, what I, what I say. So if, if, if that is true, that you have received Jesus and received every heavenly benefit, amen, then what that means is that you're supposed to be empowered in other words, if, if Jesus has already paid the price, I'm trying to get this out. If Jesus has, has already paid the price for your righteousness, amen, then you are empowered as, as if you have chosen Jesus or if Jesus has chosen for you, then you are empowered by Jesus to walk in that righteousness. In other words, it is in Christ. Your life is, is in Christ. And so if you say, Jesus already chosen for me, I have a covenant with the Lord. When I chose Jesus, Jesus chose for me. He chose righteousness. He chose peace. He, he chose prosperity. Amen. All those promises and benefits the Lord has chosen for me. Amen. So if it is actually Jesus's power, Amen. Then you can walk in Jesus's power to overcome by the grace of God. Then grace actually means something to you. Amen. When Jesus says my grace is sufficient. Amen. Paul says 
that my strength is that Jesus's strength is perfected in my weakness. Amen. That I'm a glory in my weaknesses because Jesus's strength is perfected. So I'm using Jesus's strength. I'm using the Lord's grace. I'm using the Lord's faith. Amen. In Luke chapter eight, the book of Luke chapter eight. Verses 16 through 18. Luke chapter 8, verses 16 through 18. It says, No one, when he has lit a lamp, covers it with a vessel or put it under a bed, but sets it on a lampstand that those who enter may see the light. For nothing is secret that will not be revealed, nor is anything hidden that will not be known and come to light. Therefore take heed how you hear, for whoever has, to him more will be given, and whoever does not have, even that which he seems to have will be taken from him. Amen. So you don't take a lamp and put it under a bed or a bushel. He says, take heed how you hear that he who has more will be given, but he who has not, even that which he seems to have, will be taken away. So it says, don't play games with the Lord. He operates by the light. The Lord is the light. And so we are, as believers, our, our individual lives and corporately as a church, the Bible says we don't take that light and put it under a bushel or under a bed, but we put it on a lampstand. A lampstand means that you are set by the Lord to give light, to shine the light. The Bible says there's nothing hidden that it will be revealed. And so that's what I'm talking about. We're at the end of time, and so we are at the, the end of all things, we are at the manifestation of all things. So don't be surprised what you began to see manifested because we're at the end of time. So the warning is for the church not to cover for the devil, not to cover for darkness, amen, to let our light shine and to continue in that light. In other words, that lamp is not to, is not to go out, amen. And so it is to, to shine a light, the truth for the Lord, to manifest what is the truth. Amen. It, to give no place for lies to hide. Amen. In other words, if you blend philosophies, you know, there's a lot of, of organizations out there that say that there are churches, but they, they have the same philosophy as the world. Amen. Then their light is, is not shining. Their light is hid while wokeism or, or, or whatever you want to call it is saying that this is their time to shine. It is evil. But remember what God says. He says he looked for a man. He, he wondered why there was no intercessor. Amen. That he looked for justice. He looked for judgment. He looked for the truth. He looked for what is right. His own arm, amen, has, 
has gotten him the victory, meaning Jesus. And then it speaks of the armor that Jesus operated by that he gave to the church. It is seen in Ephesians chapter 6, beginning with around uh, verse 12. Amen. And so the church is supposed to operate in the light. When it does, it will expose the darkness. Amen. So, so the darkness would not have any confidence. They can be as mad as they want to. But if you walk and operate in the light, the truth will be in this earth. And anybody who wants the truth can come to the truth. Amen. You will be doing, doing your part. Amen. Ephesians. Ephesians. Chapter 5. Verses 8 through 17. It says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Amen. So you're supposed to exhibit the fruit of the Spirit when you walk in the light. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them or reprove them. Amen. I want to go back. Finding out what is acceptable. So the light will reveal what is acceptable unto the Lord. Amen. And so, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Amen. For it's shameful to even speak of those things which are done by them in secret of those that operate by darkness. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. So the light is that which makes manifest. Therefore, he says, awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but wise, redeeming the time because the days, because the days are evil. Amen. And it says, therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Amen. And so the light will reveal what is acceptable unto the Lord. Amen. As you, as you fellowship in the light, as you fellowship with the Lord, you will also will be exposing the darkness. Amen. You will be exposing wickedness. Amen. They will not be able to operate with the church's blessing, the church's covering. Amen. There is a difference. Be not unequally yoked. Amen. What communion has light with the darkness? What fellowship? Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. In St. John chapter 3. St. John chapter 3. Verses 19 through 21. This is Jesus speaking to Nicodemus. He says, verse 19, And this is the condemnation, that light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they have been done in God. Amen. 
that as a minister of the gospel, when I preach, I've had many people uh, uh, accuse me of preaching a message toward them, and I don't even know what they, they are talking about. Why? Because I'm preaching the light. Amen. And so they thought, because the Lord was showing them, they thought that I knew something about them, or I, I was saying something about them, and not, not so. I speak by the, the Spirit of God, and you have every opportunity to, to come to the light. Amen. When your deeds are exposed. Amen as the man of God or the woman of God speaks the truth, amen, then come to the light, amen. Don't hate the light, amen, because it exposes your deed. That is the condemnation that light is coming to the world. But you chose darkness instead, instead of the light, hallelujah. We have to choose between light and darkness. Once choosing light, we have to continue in that light. Amen. In Deuteronomy, the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 11, verses 26 through 29, Deuteronomy chapter 11. Verse 26 through 29. God says, Behold, I set before you today a blessing and a curse. The blessing, if you obey the commandment of the Lord your God, which I command you today. And the curse, if you do not obey the commandment of the Lord your God, but turn aside from the way which I command you today to go after other gods which you have not known. Now, it shall be when the Lord your God has brought you into the land which you go to possess that you sh shall put the blessing on Mount Gerizim and the curse on Mount Ebal. Amen. So he says that if you obey, that's the blessing. If you disobey, that's the curse. Amen. And so he says, I want you to have a picture image. There should be a mountain of blessing, Gerizim, or a mountain of curse, which is Ebal. Amen. So Gerizim means hard, rocky. Amen. Narrow. Amen. It is to be cut off, as to be cut off from the world. And so it means that narrow, is the way that leads to life. Amen. And there are few that find it. Amen. What does Ebal mean? It means broad way. Amen. Just, just a flat way. Amen. But that leads to destruction. That is the mountain of curse. Amen. It leads to destruction. And so God symbolized what it means to follow him, to obey him, not to go the way of the world, not to be caught up in that broad way. Amen. And so the mountain of blessing, Gerizim, amen, it's, it's that straight way. It is that straight gate, amen, which leads to life. And there are few that find it, the Bible says. And that Ebal is that broad way that leads to destruction. It is called the mountain of curse 
or the mountain of cursing. Amen. And so God will always put what you need before you. He has given you a free will and he's given you, you his word so you'll know how to choose. And we see that in Deuteronomy chapter 30. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15 and 16. He says, see, I've said before you today, life and good, death and evil, and that I've command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, and to keep his commandments. You cannot do it unless you love the Lord. His statutes and his judgments, that you may live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land which you go to possess. Amen. So, uh, and then in verse 19, verse 19 and 20, it says, I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. So you have a free will. Amen. But you are to choose life. You're to choose the Lord. You are to choose his ways. If you are instructed in the world, in the world's ways, which are contentious against the Lord, rebellious against the Lord, you are required, amen, to leave that path, to leave those, those ways and to choose the Lord, the Lord's ways. Amen. And so Everything will be manifested according to the church, how the church operates, how the church fellowships with the Lord, how the church fellowships with the light. Amen. You will see in the coming days the exposing, amen, of much evil according to the church's willingness to not to, to cower to evil. In other words, there are lies put out there. Amen. That if, if you want to be accepted, it is the spirit of Antichrist. If you want to buy and sell, if you want to keep your job, if you want to be accepted on social media, you would have to bow to the lie. That gives cover to the devil. Amen. And so your refusal, you, you, you will have specific decisions. And I'm telling you right away, it will be well with you to choose the Lord. Amen. It will be well. It, 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 you may say, I don't, I don't know. There's much unknown. The truth will reveal, amen, the blessing of God, the goodness of God. Amen. That the, the manifestation of the truth will reveal what is good and right and just. Amen. If you stand with the Lord, amen, and do not give cover to evil. Do not give cover. Let everything be manifested, nothing hidden, both the good and the bad. So, Father God, we thank you for that word that you are revealing, you're uncovering. Ha, ha, ha. Yes, Lord, I, I, I hear that. You, you're uncovering some things. Hallelujah. It's lingered for a long time. And those that were hiding and those who have hidden things had thought that they would not be uncovered, that they would not be revealed. Amen. That you are exposing such things in this day. That you say that the, the ears of those who hear will tingle. Amen. 
as you uncover what was done in the darkness. Amen. And Father God, also righteousness and justice shall prevail. Amen. That those who trouble your people, that you will trouble and that there shall be a great recompense of reward. There shall be an exchange, amen, even of value, even of, of finance, amen. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just, amen. And so there shall be a repayment of those who have suffered at the hands of evil, amen. Those who stood, ay, 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 oh, 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 ha, 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 ha. Ooh, those who stood with you, who suffered much. Amen. Holy Ghost. Even this ministry, says the Lord, Kis just representing many of your people who were hurt, who were even jailed, and though they were innocent. Now the time is fulfilled. Amen. It is the, the end of that time. Hallelujah. The Lord shall move to provide justice in all shall see. Because many of the people who suffered, there never has been an acknowledgement that they were innocent. Amen. Now the Lord says that he shall bring many to bow at the innocent feet, to kiss, to kiss the feet of the innocent. There shall be an acknowledgement of that wrong. Hallelujah. And so there shall be upheaval. Hallelujah. For evil never wanted to admit, hallelujah, that their righteousness was actually unrighteousness. Everybody does things for a cause. I hear the Lord says that they thought that they were right. Even Saul of Tarsus, amen, before he met the Lord, he thought that he was was right, amen. That's, that's that religion, that's that zeal, that wrong you were used by the devil and you were used by those who were used by the devil and I'm just making you to understand hallelujah the Lord has given me and my wife a mantle to make others understand even in their heart that's the core. That's the center. Amen. That it doesn't matter when people look at each other or even smile a little bit. What's going on in the heart? Amen. That's what the Lord has called me and my wife to do, to deal with the heart. There, there is no honor. There is no valor with the devil. But the Lord is ready to restore Rama Sibro, those who will come to him, Ramashanta. Because the, the other side of that, Kalabuta, of justice and judgment, hallelujah, is for the Lord to deal with wickedness. Amen. And so you do not want to be bold in wickedness. 
You do not want to think that you're strong in wickedness. Amen. For the Lord has spoken and this surely as the winds blow. Hallelujah. This wind shall blow. Hallelujah. And people shall see it clearly. Amen. And they will be forced to admit it and forced to acknowledge it. And I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. For more information, visit ChristBeGlorifiedMinistries.com and you can also follow us on Facebook under Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Thank you so much and God bless you.